Hello, Googleization Nation, and welcome to The Whole You, Work, Home, Life, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leader Joe Sirio. I'm Ira Wolf. And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Joe's episodes, he's going to be raw and real with you on what it takes to be the whole you at work, home, and life in order to thrive today and in the future. Let's begin. Welcome to the whole you, work, home, life. You know what? I may never see you in person. You may never get a chance to read the books I've written. So I want to make sure that we talk about tools that you can use to apply to your life at work and home. I want you to get the things that you love, to get the things that you want. In the late 80s, there was a book that was written called Do What You Love, The Money Will Follow. Well, you know what? The money may not follow. The question is, do you have the nerve to do what you love? To set an example for your kids, to show up at work in a great way by doing what you love. The question you have to ask yourself is, have I settled throughout my life? Am I getting what I want? Do I like the outcomes that I'm getting in my life? And if the answer is no, then we have to do something about it. What this podcast is about is a 12 sessions of interconnected, interrelated topics with proven, actionable tools and techniques that you can use to get more of what you want out of life. So if you're tuning in for episode one, great. Stand by for two, three, and four, because I'm going to give you superpowers that you need to turbocharge your life and get more of what you want. Today, I just want to talk about Number one, where am I coming from? Who am I? Why should you listen to me? Why should you trust me? My name is Joe Serio. I live here in Texas, Austin, Texas. I have a PhD with a focus on leadership and organizational behavior. But my life has been quite a trip. I had the chance to live in Russia for almost 10 years. And I'll tell you how that happened. When I was in college, like many college students, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I opened up the course catalog when I was a sophomore. I closed my eyes. I twirled my finger in the air and put it down on the page of the course offerings. It landed on a class called Who Are the Soviets? It was all about the Soviet Union. This was 1983, 1984. Gorbachev was not even in power yet. The Soviet Union had not collapsed. My finger landed on that page. And I said, you know what? Let's take it. I took the class. It was everything except Russian language, politics, literature, history. And, you know, it was pretty cool. I found it really interesting. That summer, my father said to me, if you want to have any chance of understanding these people, you have to start studying Russian language right now. And he was an immigrant from Sicily. So he understood that the key to culture is language. The key to accessing a society is language. I started studying Russian, and it took me all kinds of places. Long story short, I was the only American to work in the organized crime control department of the Soviet National Police. I was there for a year, and I saw leaders who are some world class leaders that have been unmatched by most that I've met in the United States over the last 30 years. I got an inside look at a people that we're still curious about. What makes the Russians tick? How do they think? How do they process the world? 
And a lot of what I learned about leadership, culture, discipline, and work came out of that space that I observed in my 20s. Later, I became the director of the Moscow office of the world's leading corporate investigation and business intelligence firm. For five years, I worked for the CIA, undercover in the former Soviet Union, at a time when virtually the entire CIA network of Russian spies had disintegrated because Aldrich Ames from the CIA and Robert Hansen from the FBI had given up that entire network. They were arrested by the Russians. They were executed. So when I came along in the early 1990s at the boom of the Russian mafia, the CIA did not have a network in place. I'm going to tell you in the course of this podcast how I was able to get access to KGB files, how I was able to win over friends and get my hands on information, the likes of which the CIA had rarely, rarely seen throughout the 1990s. We're going to talk about how I grew up a little bit. I am the ninth of 12 kids. What does that mean? How does that impact how you process the world? I grew up under a roof with 14 people, and I was an observer, not a talker. So I learned a lot about human nature and human behavior just from sitting around the dinner table. And we'll talk about how to read bodies, how to process what people look like and how they act and how they show up, because we're going to apply it to work. And it's going to be about how can I better, more effectively interact with different personalities at work to get more of what I want and to get more of what my organization needs in order to succeed. I also spent about a year and a half in China prior to the modernization. That opened up a whole gateway of experience and opportunity, again, to see how does human nature function regardless of culture, regardless of boundaries, regardless of country. There are certain things that human beings always do. We're going to talk about all of that and how it applies to you and take the lessons that I've learned and show you how to move through this idea of what's possible. How can I get more of what I want, be happier, be more productive, and be successful with less stress? I had the opportunity, oddly enough, to drive a taxi in New York City. That was quite an experience. I worked as a bagel baker on Long Island. And of course, like everybody, I had a paper route and I was an altar boy at church. So a lot of these experiences, in addition to having written 20 books, I translated books from Spanish into English and Russian into English. I used to run an international crime magazine. So all of these experiences put together a mosaic for me about how people behave, about how people interact. And because it's cross-disciplinary, I can see how rules apply, whether it's writing, editing, interacting with Russians and Chinese, trying to write a book. We're talking about productivity. We're talking about time management. We're talking about self-management. That's what all this is about. And I'll tell you a reason why we're concerned about it now, especially now. You have to get clear in your mind about what you want. The world is changing very quickly. Just think about AI. I hear a lot of frightened, cynical, skeptical people talking about AI, and they're worried about the future. We can get into the details of that some other time. But in order to reduce the fear of the future that you have around AI or any other topic, the first place you start is inside. We move from the inside out. 
We improve our emotional intelligence. We get clear about what's happening around us and what our role interacting with that world around us is going to look like. And I have to tell you this, and after 15 years of doing trainings, interacting with all kinds of people, I can tell you, most people have no idea. Most people have no idea what they want. They have no idea how to get it. They have no idea how they continually kid themselves and then wake up one day when they're 45, 55, 65 and wonder, how did I get here? How did I miss all of those possibilities? And guess what? I was one of those people. When I was growing up, I was afraid of everything. So in this podcast, as we talk about the future of work, the future of our personal lives and getting more of what we want, we're going to talk about fear. It's the number one driver behind most of what we do. I was afraid of public speaking. I was afraid of playing music. I was afraid of writing books. I was afraid of everything. So as someone who's come out of that position, I want to use this podcast to give you tools that you can use to do the same for yourself. Sometimes in my trainings, I talk about things I've done. I've played music all over the world. I've written a lot of books. I've been on television a lot. And I look back at my 18-year-old self, my 20-year-old self, heck, even my 30-year-old self, is still shocked that that was my life. Because when I was a kid, when I was 18 years old, if you asked me what's possible, the answer I would have given you was nothing. Because I didn't believe that anything was possible. I had no imagination. Honestly, I, I knew what I wanted to do, but I couldn't say it out loud because I didn't think it was possible. If you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right, to paraphrase Henry Ford. We want to talk about these kinds of issues, fear, emotional intelligence, communication, the fundamental aspects of your life so that you define your purpose with clarity, so that you explore inside your own mind what does a successful life look like to you? What do you want to have? I'll tell you this little thing that happened to me when I was about 13 years old. I went to Catholic Church on Long Island where I grew up, and I remember Father Dunnigan. Father Dunnigan was an Irish priest with a heavy Irish brogue, and he would come to New York in the summers and be part of our community and say Mass. Well, I could barely understand a thing that Father Dunnigan said. But one or two things seeped through, and he said this, you don't know the hour or the day. None of us knows with any certainty when we'll take our last breath. So time's wasted. If we didn't learn anything from COVID, we should learn this. Life is totally unpredictable. We can go along for a year or two or five, and then all of a sudden there's a health scare or a social dilemma or public health issue. Anything can come up that will throw your entire life off track. There's only one way to ensure yourself against that, and that is to know what you're about. As someone who didn't know what he was about for a long time, I want to share with you the process and give you specific tools that you can use on a regular basis to get more of what you want. That's why this podcast is called The Whole You. Work, home, life. You spend most of your time at work. 
but you don't want that to be the meaning of your life. How do you spend more time with your family? How do you become more productive in your work life and your home life to reach a level of satisfaction so that at the end, you can say, I lived a good life. I lived the life I wanted to live. And I showed my kids through my example of what a good life looks like. The whole you. Work, home, life. Next episode, we're going to talk about superpowers. And I've got three superpowers for you that will change your life. So stay tuned. In our next episode, we'll talk about the first superpower. This is Joe Serio. I'll see you soon. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and digging deep into what's ahead for your future as the whole you. We'll be back next week with Joe for another episode, but until then, please visit his website for additional resources at joesirio.com. And remember, don't let the shift hit your plans.